you are listening to the Liner Podcast, and this is Arati. And this is Barsha. Hi guys, hope you're all doing well. Um, today we're going to start talking about <laughs> something very cute. Something I guess we use on a daily. On a daily. Myself more than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of us don't realize the negative impacts that it has. Mm. So I want to start by asking... What comes to your mind, Borsha, when you uh, hear the word filter? Uh, fake. Not necessarily just like makeup-wise. And just, let's say artificial rather than fake because mm. I think fake just you can um, people can take it in the wrong way. But mm. like artificial, something that's not real, something that's a cover-up, something, yeah, sort of that line, like editing. Well, I'm thinking filters on it. Again, mind myself, of course, Instagram filters and that sort of things come to my mind. But yeah, when I hear the word filter, do you know what it reminds you? It reminds Coffee me of filters? no, did it? Um, like back in like way before all these filters came out, you only had like the basic camera filters, oh like my. the black and white, or like you know the sepia filter, yeah. which is like the yellow toned, and or you have that um, get it the proper green. Basically, one-tone filters that we used to have before technology got wilder, basically. That's crazy because, in a sense, it still links up because, again, camera filters, but just the meaning has changed behind it. And, like... I, I totally forgot about yeah. it. I was like, oh shit, on the I like, mean, where did that go? I think one of my earliest memories of, like, experiencing any kind of filters would be photo booth. Wouldn't you agree? Um, or or um, if we're talking laptop, about, uh, go get it. Camera, go camera, go filter zero. I think if I were if we're talking about filter in a sense that ones and editing or manipulating photos, mm. I think photo booth or Rubandani. My first experience or introduction to this was blingy do you remember that website what's blingy oh my god <laughs> okay guys if you are listening like hello edit uh, get it og editors you guys that? so basically it's this it was this website where you can literally upload your photos and uh and then they had like gifts that he stickers oh. that you can stick on and i remembering remembering remember adding like <laughs> stickers and any fake lashes with stickers oh my on god top of my, yeah i had to align it perfectly okay so that would be my first introduction to it and i would say i was like maybe 12, 12 13 yeah, yeah. this is fiola maybe so that oh was my, my first god, wow okay blingy bling blingy so b-l-i-n-g-e i wonder if it still exists well, a quick well, well I've, ne- I, I've never heard of that before borsha said it right now yeah, so it still exists. Oh my god, wow. you guys. So a creative community for animated pictures and graphics. The so online editor, yeah. So that was my first first introduction to editing or filters. Yeah, hmm. so for me I think it would be just your photo booster that you would get in like the arcade or romantic oh, oh, do you mean like the store? Yeah, yeah. Shit, when I heard like because of freaking apple i'm oh. thinking like computer go photo booth yeah, like no, the go- man you know, you know oh, like I the see. like chinatown or yeah yeah, yeah. Like those that. ones oh, yeah i get you yeah yeah oh my God. and then came the big snapchat around 2014 or i don't know exactly what year but you know what like sorry this quite a while ago sidetrack but i feel very old because to me and in my head i'm like nobody uses snapchat <laughs> but people still people do yeah. Use it. yeah i'm like anyways yeah <laughs> yeah and i think um 
the most i think oh uh, yeah snapchat like the biggest um change of yeah. facial features mm. when they started introducing it because i don't remember um instagram being as that Poilate, no. because it's um quite in the later years like the few recent years that um, instagram was able to do that mm-hmm. but before that especially with um snapchat's uh, the popular dog, dog filter, filter that everyone knows and then um they started experiment experimenting with like other filters and mm-hmm. then it started becoming more and more neutral and um a bit more um give us a delay a bit more focused on like face facial features but yeah. no well yeah i think like that seems to have been overly and very heavily adapted by instagram now mm. as well and of course because facebook is also like it's an owned by thingy mm. um is travel on to facebook too and it's crazy because i think on i don't exactly know if this is true or not but i think usual money is okay well, I don't know if you can actually use it, but I know that, you know how um, Instagram and Facebook, they have stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. YouTube has that. Yes. This is I've weird. Seen that and too. Netflix has that. What? I came across it. It was so weird. Like, I I was literally scrolling on Netflix and it was like clips of movies and word again. Yeah. But oh, it's what? weird how these different platforms are adapting to it. That's so but weird. I think with the filters then, like, you know, how you mentioned Snapchat started it all mm. and then Instagram t- took it and so on. But what Instagram did was so genius because, like, Instagram allowed, like, created a separate platform. I think it was called, mm. like, spark something i don't know spark ar or something so basically anyone you myself anyone could go on it and edit it and make your own filter again that oh changed yes the game yes because yeah yes. people were like creating all this and that i think that really just stepped it up for instagram and i think that allowed a lot of creators to experiment mm. with it as well mm. i remember you did a few as well um, <laughs> yeah back a while ago yeah it was crazy how. so yeah that is our topic for today guys that is yes. what we are discussing um how social media and filters have i guess an impact on most of our lives or mm. if not all so yeah me and borsha um we ourselves took ourselves to our social medias and asked our followers or just friends and families well i wouldn't say families on instagram but <laughs> um people who were on our social media a few questions mm-hmm. and um do you want to start with what your questions were um let's start with the platform actually because we oh, yeah. we shared it amongst three different accounts and i say it was the uh lost G-Score accounts my we because i think we had like a lot of questions mm-hmm. as well so we didn't want to just bombard the audience with like 10 questions so we uh had a few like i'll got a few for lina um half of them a little bit of them to myself and then yours as well Mm. So let's start with Lina now. So Lina Makas Lina Mako Lina Matsi we asked um basically which camera do you use the most? Do you use your phone Afni camera or do you use like third party apps or where you know you can already like pre existing filters mm. book a camera okay? Um I was actually surprised because I thought most would say like beauty camera, but we had like 65% of the audience saying that they use the phone camera. Mm. Um, and then the 35% saying that they use the beauty camera. I think as much as I'll have to admit, I'll get mystic boys like, you know, when we should have added like a follow up question saying, if you do take a photo with your phone camera, do you edit it? Then go on and edit it. Okay. Um, I mean, we sort of asked a similar question right now, which mm. was like, uh, so if you do use a third-party apps like those beauty cams, um, what do you use? And I saw they go feel. So of course the popular one was beauty cam. Um, there was B six 
B621, which is like the snorkel camera. Funny story. Oh, right, yeah. It's like that. And the other one was PixArt. So these are the three um, that they, the audience, our audience said. And we also asked, actually, um, which in-app filters do you use the most? So it's kind of like filters that already exist mm. within the platform. Um, majority said Snapchat and Instagram filters. Ooh, okay. So... Nobody Snapchat is still popular. It's still popular. <laughs> so there's that. So that's the um, sort of results from Lina. So on my one, um, I asked a few questions as well. Um, so I asked, before posting, do you edit your photos? Um, so we had, actually, it was very close to Bonumna. So we had 39 people that said um, that they do edit it in us. So that was a 59, a 53% and 47% said that they did not edit their photos. But, um, you know, you can check up a color yes, but mm. no, but no. Normally, mainly it was, of course, the guys saying, saying that they don't edit. And we had majority of the girls that said that they do edit their photos. And we also did like a follow-up question to that, you know. So what do you edit? Yeah, like if you do edit, then what is it that you edit out upon the head is say? Um majority I think this again to came to me as a surprise because mm. I think majority would say like, oh, you know, I would I blur my pores or mm. uh remove my acne marks, but majority of them was to enhance existing makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah, that to me was a surprise because mm. personally, you know, I when I do it, I just kind of do it to minimize the pores, yeah. never to enhance the photos. But I know like um, I've seen other YouTube beauty gurus, they like add highlighters and highlights and stuff like that. So that was interesting to me. So that was that. And we also left a space for individuals to, if that didn't apply to them, um, to have like a different area where they could say, type it in basically. Mm. So here, most of them said that they adjust the lighting or the saturation or the gear. Mm. So that one again, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, somebody said... Um, to add noise so a little bit of effect oh, onto yeah. the picture and then the other one again to i didn't think of this said to edit or remove or alter the background mm-hmm. so if there's any individuals that they maybe want to get rid of then they of course edit them out and so on so that to me again was surprise so following on to from that we also asked why why is it that you edit your photos before posting um so of course somebody said that well, actually, majority of the people were saying insecurities or to enhance or to perfect it or the social pressure. And mm. um, we also had somebody saying that uh, they wanted to create or they wanted to edit simply because uh, it fit nicely together on the feed. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I could so relate to this person. Nice, very um, And then there's one person who I found it quite funny um, said, I mean, if there's an option to edit, then why not? <laughs> so I was like, okay, it makes sense. I'm saying, why not? If you've got the option there. And then lastly, you know, sorry, this is a bit long. Um, lastly, say we asked, say from a scale from one to 10, uh, what would you say like you edit? And what would you rate after no editing gear? Like from mm. one being the little to non edits or like adjustments to 10 being heavily edited photos. Um, again, average of, about 4.5 to with you in between. Mm. So that was the results from my end. So what about you? So in the past few months, have you posted a raw photo completely unfiltered or untouched in any way? So 63% said yes and 37% said no. 
which was um, a little bit wow to me because I somehow had this image that a lot of people wouldn't be posting a very natural picture. Mm. So that was wow. Okay, that's surprising nice. to me as well because I would the photos that I upload and also the photos that I've seen from other people, um, it does look like it's been edited. Good. Yeah. So this is a surprising. I mean, it's good results. I know, mm. but uh, it's surprising. Yeah. So and then the next question was, do you feel confident posting an unfiltered photo? Um, the results were again same. So sixty three percent said yes, and only thirty seven percent said no. Mm. Um, and I left a comment box uh for any of those who did feel um that they didn't feel confident, and I asked why not. Um, and some of the responses were, um, it looks plain and boring, but also. Uh, because they were insecure of their face. Mm -hmm. um, combination of, again, um, hating their skin and the pressure from social media. Mm. Um, yeah, so, and the last response that I had was, yes, I was confident in the past, but not at the moment, because um, my face has been spiking up with acne, um, and mm. majorly because of um, having to wear the mask and... I think a lot of people during the pandemic and um, the lockdown experience mask acnes. But it's annoying because obviously we're wearing masks, right? For girls, like, come on. We're wearing masks, so obviously we're kind of like, ah, makeup one more than a bunch. Yeah. So you think your skin's going to be better, but no, you're being cooked up under the mask. Like, it just uh, Yeah, worse. right? Oh my God, you're just breathing in your own. Yeah, dude. Oh, carbon dioxide, whatever. I don't really know how that works, but okay. Um, and then the last um, question from my side was, what are your thoughts on Instagram or Snapchat filters that that helps blur skin or pores, brightens teeth, removes acne scars and marks? And some of the comments were, um, I feel that people may judge me having acne or pimples and filter helps to hide my flaws. Mm -hmm. It's all fun and games until it starts to fuck you up mentally. Um, it makes you feel like a model. <laughs> it's getting progress progressively harmful to my self-esteem since I rely on filters now and maybe other people um, are the same too. Mm. Um, as long as you're not obsessed over it, I think there's no harm. If, um, I think if they want to, it's cool. Just don't lose touch with reality. And, <laughs> and it's good for when I don't want to wear makeup. Mm. So those were the responses with uh, responses for um, their thoughts on Snapchat filters and Instagram filters. Okay, so which I do myself, I use f those filters as well um, on no makeup days, I guess, mm. for when you do want that hint of natural looking makeup or whatnot. <laughs> But you don't heavily use. You don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't really heavily much. use. I guess because I don't really use social media as much as well. Mm. I mean, I use it, but I don't like post pictures Regularly. that much. So, yeah. Because, um, yeah. like, dude, for me, I'm obviously it came up like surma surma the that it was kind of like oh fun and games look at this filters mm. blah blah blah. But I've noticed like in the past couple of months maybe like. I just cannot take a normal photo on my phone or camera. Oh my it's god! It's gone to, and then I think I that I I was like, I was like, you know when you think like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna do my hair, my makeup, and then, especially yeah. when I haven't done it for a long time as well. I was like, 
gorgeously. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to take nice photos for Instagram. I'm going to, at the same time, make some TikTok videos, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, I literally stuck to it. I woke up in the morning feeling happy and all that shit. Matsale makeup gori. And you know when sometimes like you do your makeup and you're happy with your makeup, mm. it's satisfied. Mm. But it just doesn't show in the camera. Oh, yes. Oh, so annoying. So I got dressed up. I said, look, I've been like, I said, oh. my room's all now a mess because I'm like going through all these clothes. And then suddenly I put my camera like ready to go to head for the light and I turned my normal camera on and I was like effing disappointed. I was oh like, my God, this is what no. I look like. No, I don't like this. I, I started picking like all these little details out here and I switched over to snow because that's the camera okay, I yeah. use. Yeah. I went there and that's it. I try not to. I, I am mindful of it because like you can uh set the intensity intensity mm. of yeah the pores or remove one of socks and so on. So I try to have it like very little. But yeah, it's just so bad because that day I was like my mood was completely destroyed. Mm. And then I didn't even end up taking any photos or oh, any videos. No. My makeup was a waste waste, so that was all a waste of time. But like it got so bad to a point where I started dating my cows like, mm. oh my god, like it's really it negatively you. affected yeah. me yeah, to a point where I didn't even realize because and then I looked back into the past uh, prior and then I have a couple of months before that and I was like you know what photos open it's been always been on beauty cam okay? it's never mm. been on like thingy so that's when I realized oh shit it's really fucked me up <laughs> it's, it's bad man like mm. initially it's kind of like oh fun and games and you don't realize it as well mm. how much of it it like it really affects you but yeah that's that's what it is. <laughs> I think I tend to, even though I don't regularly post pictures, mm-hmm. I actively do try to like stay away from like these filters because I know that once you start liking the image that you see mm-hmm. of yourself, which is not in reality yourself, but it's adjusted reality, yeah. then you start to expect more of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I guess I don't want to find myself in that kind of... Um, rabbit hole where I'm like continue, oh but I look like that on camera why do I not look the same in the mirror and mm-hmm. like I don't want that so I think I that's probably the reason why I try to like stay away from um filters and like use, using especially like using it on social media just a question they don't with your phone currently does it have like existing in the phone called camera does mm-hmm. it have existing um filters i guess you would call it like things no it doesn't well that's really interesting because okay so for me like i've had iphone in the past and then i was like you know what i know apple sheep (laughs) and i changed over to android for two years and it's interesting because android go your samsung let's say after normal camera you can adjust the skin protection everything so that was very different yeah i think i had maybe some features of that on my old phone Mm -hmm. which was samsung but at the moment not on this phone i just have brightness enhancer and that's it oh shit and then i think that's why as well because like when i samsung would say i I would be okay to take photos on the normal Mm. camera and that's why whenever i switch to this camera like i'm like nah i can't do it so i have to go to like the app gets so bad but hmm, interesting yeah no i don't have this feature on my phone unfortunately (laughs) you don't need it it's okay i don't need it (laughs) but yeah um on talks of um social media and filters and self-esteem uh we just wanted to add on as well um a campaign that has been started by dove um and I actually uh, looked up their website and this I wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually have a project, the Dove, um, the company, you know, mm-hmm. 
Um, they've had the project since 2004, right? So wow. the name of the project is the Dove Self-Esteem Project. So they have a mission um, for helping build positive body image and it started since 2004. And, um, still ongoing? It's still ongoing. Oh, so it's, um, it is... So yeah, um, what Dove aims to do is their end goal is to educate 250 million people by 2030. Wow. So it is now, I guess, eight, or... eight years away. Um, I think it is worldwide. Mm. Worldwide? What did I even say? Worldwide, I guess. Um, but yeah, like I didn't realize that Dove had been doing such campaigns like mm-hmm. since um ever since two thousand four. I only came across this because um Dove has recently they have recently come out with the reverse selfie campaign, mm-hmm. um specially appointed to young teenagers and parents about the harms and um the negative impact filters could have um if you guys are interested then you guys should go and watch it but i would recommend everyone to go watch the um reverse selfie video clip that Mm -hmm. dove have released it is mind-blowing it's like wow i haven't watched this so i definitely will check it out after this it's um you know like even us well, we're like in our mid-twenties now, but like we look at younger people or like people who are younger than us and we just say, oh my God, like yeah. she looks so grown up. Look mm-hmm. at how well she's done her makeup and all of that. Mm-hmm. This like it um, attaches, the video attaches so well to that. Like, so it basically um, por- portrays a 12, 13 year old, a very preteen, a young teen. Eh, no? mm-hmm. And then um, the video goes through uh, with her taking a selfie and then adjusting herself with filters and then adding more filters to it to make herself look grown, oh, if that see. makes sense. Yeah. And then it just kind of reminded me like maybe our social media and how progressively the technology has moved has made our younger generation this way okay? oh, and the video reflects that so clearly i was like oh my god i think i did hear something like somebody mentioned this ages ago and i think i may have mentioned it in the previous podcast but apparently women half mm-hmm. of our life we spend the first half of our life we spend um trying to look older and mm. the other half trying to look younger and i was like oh shit that right? makes a lot of sense <laughs> my days oh my god that is so true mm-hmm. and dove also carries out a lot of surveys um in according to their project so one of the projects well from the self-esteem project one of the statistics that they came out with was 60 percent of girls did not feel happy or they were upset with the appearance that they had compared to the one that they were seeing online which means um which is a really sad reality especially like i think they're talking about the young young girls as well Mm -hmm. you know uh when when looking and reading and hearing such statistics Mm. like i'm so glad that we were raised in a in a generation where like we were we didn't have like we didn't have much technology much, yeah. yeah access to yeah. it otherwise i don't know what the fuck i mean mm-hmm. so i'm really glad that at least we've had any fit phones that had no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> filters or had to go and suffer the edit go the drag and drop and it looked so fake mm-hmm. um but yeah like because it's crazy how real it looks scare well, actually, quickly, you know, though, do you remember this? Um, it was like a little sh- short trend. 
where guys wear like using Snapchat filters to look like a girl version of themselves. Oh yes. How real that looks. Yes. Oh my god, I can't believe some of the filters and how real and oh my god, scary. Yes, that is scary. So I'm very, very glad that we didn't have to be raised in that sort of era, but I'm not. <laughs> um, I do want to just add in as well. Most of the research re- results um are from the US Mm -hmm. Um, and there is another statistic that states by age 13 80% of girls distort the way they look online Rigo which is to me shocking that's massive at 13 that's massive so you're talking about filters and uh, do you know the term snapchat dysmorphia (gasps) oh my god you know what yes well, Vanelli, well, I, I have heard, heard of it. Not, not Snapchat dysmorphia, but like just having face dysmorphia and having about like self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. I guess, with your face. And yeah, I have heard of the term though. But it's crazy how like Gonzani, obviously with the age and everything, the world, technology adapting, blah, 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 there's obviously going to be new terms. But to think that and this is an actual term mm-hmm. now okay so this actually like i think established or came out 2018 ma um the term is basically used to describe when patients seek out surgery to help them appear like the filtered version of themselves oh my lord isn't that crazy like literally people will use these filters to and they like what they see and mm. they go to surgeons like yo can i do this can i basically get this here that's crazy to me. That is scary. Um, have you seen the recent TikTok trend as well? Where what is it? Get it? Where you take a picture and then it shows you how symmetrical your face oh, is. The inverted one. Oh, that I don't even want to try it. I have not tried it. I feel like that itself would give a lot of people a fear mm-hmm. of um having this the long term massive face dysmorphia because like you then start analyzing oh my god my face mm-hmm. is not symmetrical it's uh, lopsided on one side look at my eyes you know they're like start nitpicking on every single thing mm-hmm. after seeing that which I, have... I think is not a very good um trend <laughs> I remember when it first came out okay, I was like maybe I'll give it a go and then I thought to myself <laughs> nah I know for a fact that I'm going to be disappointed so I'd rather just avoid that disappointment <laughs> now <laughs> so I have not even used that features or yeah, I saw, I saw a few on TikTok. I was like, wow, okay. So, of course, we talked about, you know, uh, people wanting to look like their online version, you know, going to the surgeon and telling them, you know, that they want to look like this. Um, there was also another research, I believe. I don't exactly know where uh, or who conducted this research right now. But basically, they found that users of heavy, um, image-heavy social media platforms like Instagram were more likely to consider going under the knife just because they've seen this altered or this virtual and any versions of themselves and along with that apparently uh, there was another report on 20 in 2018 that uh, where plastic surgeons they stated that about 55 percent of the patient's surgeries were motivated by a desire to look better in selfies oh my days literally their goal for going under the knife was to look better in selfies. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy to me too. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Hmm, I don't think I would ever go under the knife. To is it anything? I guess. I, I guess that's just about personal. No, mm-hmm. it's personal for everyone. But I don't think I am affected so much that I would need to go under the knife. If that makes sense, like. 
But I mean, for anyone who does want to, then like that's their choice. Like、mm-hmm. I have no judgment on that, but I personally wouldn't. So like like of course we're talking in a sense about and about social media and the pressure and wanting to look like a certain way、mm. because of that, right? Has there ever been like growing up? Has there ever been a thought, Hunzani, that you've wanted to change something about yourself or like get a plastic surgery for something that you're unhappy with, but it's not motivated by social media or pressure, okay? Has it ever been like this again for you? Um, I don't think so. No, really. Yeah. <laughs> for me, <laughs> I've always wanted to have like. Well, growing up, I was like, I'm gonna get boob job. Oh yeah, you. I, I didn't mention that before. before. Yeah. And it's crazy because when I used to work at at Zara with like some of the close colleagues, like, we're all three of us were flat chested,、mm. and we would always talk about it. We're like, oh, I can't wait to get. Boobs job, blah blah blah. We should all get a boob job. So let's take round again. It's crazy. Now twenty twenty one, both of them have boob job. Oh shit! Yeah.、Hey. So one of them got it done. Like I think、uh, three four years ago. Um, is the Italy my girl got it done, and、mm. then the other one actually got it done last month. Yeah, March、Whoa. April time. My girl was got it again. It's crazy because she was like showing it to me. She was, and it's crazy. Like, I bet it looks、uh, so much different, like body shape. Nate James got things for、uh-huh. sure, completely. But I can see that how it has also positively, but I'm not affected her、mm. mental health as、mm-hmm. well. She's like more confident now. I mean, she was confident before, but now she's more confident.、Mm. Okay, but it's crazy that they've actually got yeah ahead, gone ahead and done it. And um, I actually had a conversation with my mom as well. Okay, I was like, Mom, I think I'm gonna get a boob job. I think I'm gonna go keep on doing something. And she was like, immediately she was like, Kaunta, this is gonna work. Then no. Not allowed, not allowed. But in them, and I would just whenever she like reacts that way,、yeah. I like to egg her on. Yeah. And I'm not the girl to buy. I'm not the boy to say we're going to do it. Okay, I'm gonna go do it. Okay, what are you gonna? She literally didn't even let me finish my um point. Okay, she was like, "Quite a good mom, little boy. Okay, soon we're going to do it. No one's no. Kura boy, kura sit there. Okay. Oh, so funny. But of course, like also on top of that, it's weird how the. World works, but I'm not、mm. <laughs> because like whenever like puja gorsiki, not the birth of a candle wish gorsini.、Mm. I used to be like, I wish I had big boobs, made、mm. a please boobs grow. I didn't want to. And then literally, it's weird how God works, but I'm not because、yeah. it was kind of like the more older I got, yeah, the more comfortable I got. Okay,、mm-hmm. now I'm at that point. I'm like. Flat, flat boobs for life. Yeah. yeah, like I don't even care about that anymore. So it's crazy how, but yeah. That's the only thing. If I could change, that's the only thing I would wanted、mm. to change in the past. Now I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It just,、uh, yeah, going under the knife just doesn't attract me. It more so scares me.、Mm. Yeah, you know, oh my god, like how do people sit under like? Anesthesia for hours and then get it done, and then you have like this whole got the months of recovery, and then、mm. it's just painful. Oh my god! Yeah, for me, going under the knife isn't the scary bit; it's more of the healing, healing process. Yeah,、like, oh, I don't think I can deal with that. And then you hear these stories of like、oh、where、god. it's gone wrong, and then the we implant inside has bursted. Oh, oh god. my god! I think the biggest turnoff for me with the especially with the boob job is that you have to get it. I think taken out、ten、and replaced、years? every ten years.、Mm. Yeah, I was like, ain't nobody got time for yeah, that or、exactly. money for that. No, thank you. <laughs> and especially like because our body is always changing. Imagine like about if you have a baby.、Mm. I think they do say that.、Um, When you have a breast implant, 
and then you have a baby afterwards, it still does change it because about after having a baby, your hormones totally change in your body. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how people go about with that though. Mm. I yeah, haven't heard enough about it. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, so I still would recommend everyone to go check out the Dub website and the campaign that they are undertaking at the moment because it is really good. Um, I think it is also helping target parents mm. of those teens who seem to be affected more, I would say. Um, and what they've actually also done is so the um Dove. Uh, for this campaign, they have gone ahead and created a guide for parents and teachers to help um, young teenagers how to deal with um, self-esteem and how to, I guess, boost your confidence. Mm. Um, it, I guess it acts as a awareness program for parents because as parents, and I imagine like our parents are quite they're from like oh, the older generation and they some of them might be out of touch with mm. um how fast technology is go- growing and he, as children our children are double they're exposed to our, all this technology now mm. so i think there is that because of that gap as well i think parents are finding it hard to communicate it through to their children and um dove has created this great guide for parents and teachers to help guide children basically um and how to connect that bridge it's really good because usually you think like okay this certain age group like listen some of your young girls are really they need help we need mm. to support them but this time it's kind of like no we need to look at people around them mm-hmm. and you know offer help in a way that how they can help these young kids yeah. Yeah. so that's really good i think maybe as well like um parents want to connect to their kids but don't know how to mm-hmm. and i think dove has really um created that platform for that connection with parents and children mm. as well but yeah that's a really great campaign by dove right now definitely check that out um i just wanted to say one more thing actually i came across this while just trying to find more information about this whole um instagram filters and surgeries and that kind of stuff so this is i don't know if how much you know about plastic surgeries that are in RID, mm. but the most common surgeries I've looked this up are number one, rhinoplasty, so nose job. Mm, okay. Um bleph oh god, why do they do this? <laughs> Blepharoplasty, which is basically aesthetically modifying your eye region, which uh, is okay. save droopy eyelids and remove removing excess skin, oh, yes. um, muscle and the fat around the eyes. Uh, the next one would be chin augmentation so chin implants which is crazy <sighs> so basically their purpose is to build more defined jawline mm-hmm. and side profile um so and then the next one would be submental liposuction mm. so contouring the chin or reducing the double chin in the chin or the neck area so i was confused between this and the previous one that i mentioned it mm. so the previous one is to basically target the jaw and the yeah. chin whereas this uh the second one that i mentioned or the third submental liposuction mm. is basically targeting neck and below the jaw line basically and the final one of course facelift surgery mm. um cosmetic surgery to lift up and pull back the skin to make the face tighter and smoother um, it's crazy because you know how mentally crows feet ones, isn't he? When you smile, oh yeah, the wrinkles. Yeah, apparently I've I've heard as well. You know, like when you get to a certain age or like let's say thirties, even forties, mm. they're 
they people even if they're in a group and somebody's sharing something funny they refuse to laugh oh because that is going to have an effect in the long run okay i'm like just enjoy your life like why <laughs> that's that was so crazy to me i'm like it's natural stuff just right it has stories you know your lines your wrinkles all exactly. have stories but crazy. i think you especially it, oh it's yeah it's crazy to me that all of these um plastic surgeries and uh, mm-hmm. they came about in a way for science to help patients mm. who had problems someone had a broken nose so that's why they would go get rhinoplasty yeah if um customers had like got in an accident and um injured their eye that's when they would get the be something yeah, plasty right <laughs> <laughs> so it's crazy to me how we have taken like um science medical science which is meant to help just about normal patients to being a beauty cosmetic cosmetic yeah. therapy kind of thing in a way i guess it uh, it's kind of like oh i've got the money um, I'm doing it to myself. It's mm. my decision. And if it can help my mental health mm. and my confidence can improve, then why not? But in right. argument, I was like, and I guess no one's mad because the uh, mm. because um, those uh, hospitals and private uh, private kitty clinics are getting the money. So yeah. I guess it is a win-win situation. But the only negative downside, well, downside to that is I've heard also cases of people faking or. Um, saying that, for example, oh, I've got a back problem. Oh, I need this. I definitely oh, need to want yes, a fake or something. Just so they can get it free under the NHS. Mm. So I have heard cases like that where you're kind of like taking a piss. Like, yo, yeah. that's our tax dollars. Exactly. Like, dollars, pounds. <laughs> Don't do that. Like, just do, do much I get mm. irritated mm. a little bit. But yeah. That's true. And especially talking about plastic surgeries, I think we would hear most of the stories coming out from like Asian countries or like South Korea, mm. where it's so popular with like, you just hear like, oh, I'm pretty sure like most of the celebrities have had this done, that done. All of the idol groups, they've had mm-hmm. this done, that done. It's just like, oh, wow. I don't know if you know about this or not. It's basically South Korea, must say when a girl turns 16 or that they graduate or mm. whatever, this occasions, must say the parents will actually gift the child. <gasps> surgeries what like eyelid surgeries to be specific but it's so crazy like a parent is funding it okay i guess it's kind of sad because uh society could norm names any like beauty beauty norm i guess Mm. you would call it is to have double eyelids to a point where parents are like comfortable or Mm. they want their daughter like to have the best possible opportunities out there and like willingly yeah. and I also heard because it's so common it's so cheap as well to get your well, yeah I this. bet like because the culture is like that there like people who don't want to go ahead and get it are like looked down on mm. oh my god that would, that's a scary okay talking about in. eyes and I guess in a way it does link up what are your thoughts on the fox eye te- trend you know how it got that like so like, oh. in a way oh mimicking Asian eyes once oh I, I didn't really think much of it I know like there was like a huge debate yeah. going on about it I think this was like around last year last, right yeah. yeah yeah I didn't really think anything of it like I don't know it doesn't it didn't really like trigger me and say oh my god I find that offensive I can see where people are coming from mm. because for ages it was like Asian eyes were not desired like yeah. undesirable whatever and earlier is say like everyone's trying to copy it but mm. I didn't as an Asian I didn't I wasn't offended but yeah. I'm not I don't know like there was yeah, a big wasn't outrage really but offended, mm. but I think it's the way you do the makeup as well that mm. enhances that look so 
I guess makeup and also at, I think at that time the popular pose was to have your yeah, eye and yeah, fingers around the temple pulling it back type of thing pose or whatever yeah so I think that maybe linking that mm. to the makeup maybe could have triggered some people mm. in the wrong way but yeah I mean, yeah, personally, I don't think it triggered us as much as maybe other people who have had, like, bad experiences. Mm. I just want to add a little bit uh, to this, you know, about obviously there's a lot of pressure, um, social media especially, huge pressure on young girls, young guys, anyone really. Um, so I just wanted to give you guys some takeaways, uh, what you can do, I guess, in a way to not feel too much into pressure and not give in into that pressure and basically some advice Banumna, from your sister versa <laughs> <laughs> so of course the first one would be to limit time on social media um so not exactly just completely deact well you can deactivate it mm-hmm. that is an option but this is also basically saying for example you want to go use instagram right now basically set yourself a timer for 20 minutes mm. use it during that time freely and once the timer hits or starts um making a sound the timer is up then you just log off social media so this is um, apparently it's very health helpful because we don't realize the amount we spend on social media because mm-hmm. once we get on we're like scrolling for hours okay, so especially tiktok oh my god yeah so definitely set yourself a timer that is great because um on the dove campaign that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. one of the guys that it gives parents is to um tell their kids to t- totally switch off from social media mm-hmm. as well so yeah that's great it's good once in a while could really like detox mm-hmm. um so the other one of course if there are accounts that make you feel a certain way make you feel bad like unfollow them why yeah. do you follow them right like okay fine maybe you you need to follow them let's say for whatever reason but there is an option to mute their mm-hmm. um, notifications or so definitely go do that as well if it does make you feel bad about yourself especially social media where there's a lot of people that post photos edited photos mm-hmm. and of course like towns and you know that it's not real it's not that that they are 100% this is a towns, but mentally sometimes it just like lingers on again you don't even realize that it's affecting you so definitely if there are are accounts that are making you feel bad about yourself definitely um turn off the notification um the other one of course is to regularly checking with yourself reflect on your mood before during and after using social media and if it does you know negative way might affect course up any try to change that habit try to change that so definitely check in with yourself and lastly remind yourself you know social media is not the reality it's not a true reflection of the mantic or life people will only post what they want to post especially like only the non I mean there are some people but majority of the people will only post things that make them feel good um positive things never like the sad negative the colleague post card and as no I said final but this is the final final one mm-hmm. so if you really do uh, feel like if you are struggling and if you do need to speak to somebody about it definitely go speak to somebody because it will help you will maybe find solutions um that you didn't even think about so whether that's talking to your friend trusted family friends um or even seeking out and contacting your local gp they can definitely refer you to um services out there that will be able to help you so definitely definitely um do those i guess mm-hmm. what is lo- sister borsaga advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so important that um you reach out guys mm-hmm. because your mental health is important everyone's mental yeah. health is important above anything else and to tie tie that in 
uh, we would also like to remind everyone that this week was uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, mm -hmm. which was running from the 10th of May until the 16th of May. I think we talk about uh, mental health awareness every year when it comes mm. around, I feel like, um, which I feel like everyone should do a lot more often too. And the theme for this year's Mental Health Awareness Week was nature and the environment, which is such a great um, theme. Concept, yeah. yeah. Because um, as we all know how pandemic has uh, how the pandemic has affected all of us, and during lockdown we weren't able to go out, we weren't able to socialize a lot, so a lot of us ended up spending a lot of time in nature. And if you do go and look at their website, they do talk about why they decided to choose nature as the theme for this year, and they also talk about how um, the coronavirus, the pandemic, has affected a lot of people and how. Um, connecting and reconnecting back into nature has been such a great and positive mm. um thing for everyone really yeah like i mean prior to uh, locked and um, yeah prior to lockdown and the pandemic of course by the nature walks and Rizanthi and everything mm. but i think during pandemic because that was the only thing you were able to do like i was able to appreciate it a lot more yeah. but not like and now i just like any time there is a sunny day, I'm just like, let's go for a picnic, let's go out, yeah. let's go to the nature, let's go for a hike. It's always that you now. So it's really good. But any saving money. Yeah, it's saving money. <laughs> the simple things in life. Hell yeah. Are always free. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all guys, today has been a lot of talks and filters and self-esteem and images and how we feel about it. And we hope you have enjoyed listening to us once and, again. Yeah, definitely check the campaign out. Eh? Like, mm. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch that video and I'm curious. Mm. So definitely you guys at home, check that out. Oh, I loved it. Oh, is it quite long? Or it's it like... not. It's like um, a very short video. Okay. I think it's under like a minute or just over Oh, shoot, that's very short then. <laughs> okay. But um, it kind of like fast-paced matter. It shows you the implications and um, how one would go through the process of taking a picture and then ended up ending up posting it again it shows you the whole oh, it's process. Like a timeline yeah oh okay definitely and okay i'll check that yeah, out it's, it's crazy good all right guys that's been this week's episode we'll catch you guys in about two weeks and follow us on socials where yeah. we kind of post regularly <laughs> but we do a lot of like um post episode polls so for example if you if you've listened to this one if you've enjoyed it we normally do ask like a follow-up questions to hear what you have to say so definitely follow us on socials everything is in the description below so yeah toodles adios bye, bye. in the past six months have you posted a ro ro <laughs> posted a ro oh my god <laughs> oh my god so funny <laughs> leave this in <laughs> So in the past six months <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna be able to finish this. A few moments later. In the past six months, have you posted a roll? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely bloopers. I wish we had a video on right now. This would have been so funny. Raw. Raw. Okay, raw photo. Okay. As it's at the end, thank you. Posted a raw. Okay. <laughs> you guys just keep saying it until it's Ooh. gonna be weird.
Hi, this is Arti. And this is Persia. Welcome back to another episode of Lost Youths, the Lina podcast. Um, so today we are having a bit more of a chillax episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be talking about the confessions of Nepalese youths. So basically, um, I don't know, when everyone was using Facebook back in the days, I'm sure that um, a lot of Nepalis have come across this page where um, it was literally a confession page for youths or teenagers. I think it was named Confessions of um, Nepali Teenagers before, but they've changed it to Nepalese Youths now. Oh, um, didn't know that. But yeah, like, yeah, I came across this page like ages ago when we were, when we used to be quite active on Facebook and it has evolved like really yeah like i remember like the confessions would come in but um it wouldn't be like as like wow but it the page really grew like i wonder who yeah. the admin is like whether they're a male female what i know age, right you know? especially if they've been running for a while and then they literally mm. grew up with this page as well and i don't think that they ever answered anticipated it to be this big mm. as well and to have like so many followers like the page has like so many followers like from all over the globe who are Nepaliru. is this like <clears throat> excuse me is this sort of just um facebook mile where they're popular or is there like do they have twitter do they have a reddit page do they have oh Instagram? i don't think so i think it's just um on facebook and that's oh, it okay, okay and to this day i still don't know who the admin is i don't think a lot <laughs> of other people know who the admin is mm-hmm. um i had a look back on the page today um and then i saw that there were some other videos um with where the guy i'm guessing is the admin i don't know but it was a male figure oh. who was um having a few audio audio videos and then talked about i don't know like um aims and then dreams and whatnot but wait what aims for the page or no, no like he just in general oh and he, I don't know, it was a bit of a confusing part, that one. Because and you couldn't tell from that whether it was a male or a female admin. Could you tell? No, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out <laughs> if he was the actual admin or if he was just like part of the page and just kind of wanted to contribute mm. to the page. But um, yeah, they had like those... I guess it was like a mini... Um, sit down and let's have a talk kind of thing mm. but it was like I think it was dated 2017 or something so it was oh, a what? while back and oh, I don't geez. think it took off very well so there hasn't been any updates Um, oh. so yeah the page was quite popular and I think people still go back to the page now and then just to have a laugh um, wait when was the last um, not the video but when was the last post oh the last post I think was or the latest post the Last post from the admin itself was on 2020 February, so <gasps> it hasn't been very active. For a year, yeah. Yeah, a year. so it hasn't actually been very active. I mean, the last confession was, I think this day, early 2020 or 20, 2019. Dang. So, what we're going to do today is... Wait, quick one, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when he said, like... You know, you separated the posts, the latest posts. You're just admin go. You're just say confession. So with confessions, I guess they, these are just people that are going there and posting it. Yeah. So what happens is right uh-huh. this page, 
um, if you have a confession or if you have something to share, you basically message the admin on the page. Oh, okay. You know where um, on Facebook you have the option to oh, send message. Mm-hmm. So you basically send it like whatever it is that you want to um, have, have want to express, say yeah. and then express. Yeah. And then the admin will just post it. Oh. But you, basically, there's it's all anonymous. Okay? You don't have a name. Yeah, okay. um, if you want to, you can share your um, location and your age, mm-hmm. and if you're a male or female. But other than that, everyone, everything else is anonymous. Oh, okay. So which makes exactly. it quite fun, I guess. Yeah, literally. Wow. But you know the community of people who actually comment is, I think, quite toxic because <gasps> there are comments which are like. Oh my god, it's Whoa. not very good, yeah. My if days. you uh, because there's like so many confessions, neither like mm-hmm. if you start looking at the comments, oh my god, there's so many negative comments. There, there are a few. You do get a few here and there, which are like quite positive, and like um, they tell the person, oh, don't worry about it, like everything will be fine. All this, they do actually try to give advice, yeah. But there are just like a majority of people who are just there to like laugh it off. Really? I, I oh, thought, yeah. like, initially, I thought it was sort of like, oh, because you know, from my understanding, you know, uh, let's say a 15-year-old boy just goes there um, and confesses and says, oh, I'm in love with this girl, but this girl is, um, she likes somebody else. What do you guys think I should do? I think it was that kind no, of community. It is, it, okay, is okay. Kind, it is that kind of community, but, you know, people are just <laughs> Taking rude. a piss nowadays. Yeah, people are just vulgar. Oh, okay. So... So yeah, basically what I've done is I've just um, extracted a few of the confessions mm-hmm. from the page. Um, most of these are from like April 2019. Um, there were like loads of others, but I tried to get a variety. So I think we'll just share about three. Mm-hmm. So I'll just kind of read it out and then we'll talk about it. Okay, so here's the first one. <clears throat> Some of them are quite long, so might be lengthy but um it's all going to be in nepali so i'm just going to read it out okay, okay here it goes ready, I'm ready. <laughs> okay so this guy oh, this is confession number 9702 <gasps> so Holy you know shit. that just kind of shows the scale of how many confessions the page has had over the years of um since it has opened mm-hmm. So, okay, it says male and the location, it says KTM, Kathmandu. Mm-hmm. So, hello everybody, I am 24 years of age and my girlfriend is 22. I have been in a, a serious relationship since three years. civil engineering final year and she is completing her BSc in nursing. She wants to be in a physical relationship with me. <laughs> wow, okay. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I don't want to be mean and laugh, but like, I don't think I'm going to complete this without laughing. Okay, I'm ready. Come on. <laughs> because we are not so mature to do all that just the latter. Uskote sexual desires egdom high chalostolaksa. Even sometimes <laughs> even sometimes she says I want to suck your <laughs> dick. <laughs> okay. Being girl, she watches uh, porn a lot. Mm-hmm. Is this normal or what? Question mark oh, question mark. So they mobile ma pornta. Ani she always tries to convince me for the sex, but malai say. Amiri ahile hotarma tisari gor gordaki 
So, brother and sister, how can I convince her? Please give me the suggestions. Thank you, everybody. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is how confessions come oh. out on this page. So, they literally will message, um, send whatever they want to say to the admin and then the admin will post it as is. Mm -hmm. it, like, they won't alter anything. They mm -hmm. will just post it as they have sent it. I'm just very surprised um, because this is coming from a 24-year-old male, mm. um, especially about growing up, obviously, you know, about puberty and all that shit, hormone going around, hormones are wasted. Obviously, you have that desire. This awesome thought, mm. and I feel like generally, like, not I just, mama right now, but this um, society, it's usually the guys that are more like, active and they're more like they they're the ones that wanted more but mm. so to hear that it's the other way around it's very interesting to me yeah, it, yeah yeah it's quite interesting to me as well because i wouldn't expect it but then saying that it kind of shows that um i don't want to be like um like judging mm -hmm. genders and like saying oh but girls are not like that mm. one either you Course, know, like, yeah. because you just never know. Like It also makes me question um, the household he's grown in. Like, have the parents, like, Stanley Dehine been very religious and kind mm. of like, you need to wait till marriage. Right. It's so many questions. Yeah. But, like, many guys, even some who do grow up in a religious household, they don't hold on to that concept. Mm, like, true. they're just like, oh, it's whatever. Like, mm. I, I'm just going to do it. Like, it doesn't really matter, but... I guess it depends who you hang out with, like who you grow up with as well, like mm -hmm. in like not just family but friends wise. Because yeah, if your friends are like going about, you know, um, having sexual relationships and so on, then I guess that person would also feel in a way pressured to or mm. to get involved in that sort of area. But maybe he has friends that are like minded. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to like put all these little dots together again. Right. Then, um, I don't know. I mean, first, like what Arati said earlier, definitely I think it's 100% normal for the girl to mm -hmm. be like, to want that. Okay? Mm. Um, this is sex through Bersitapa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's 100% like normal for her. I mean, he's asking like, is it normal? Yes, yes it is. And he also... He's asking if it's normal that girls watch porn a lot. That's also very normal. But I would like to say... So we don't know exactly... Oh, mm. From my understanding, porn was banned in Nepal, right? Oh, Unless shit. Wait, really? I, oh, I can't remember that. From my understanding. Eh? But I mean, if they have, of course, access to VPN and stuff like mm. that, so they would be able to use it. But I thought it was banned. But okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's totally normal to watch porn. So, you know, some yes, do yeah. argue that, um, especially if you're going to watch it, like, every day or mm. multiple times a day, every day, that's very unhealthy once, huh? and it can have, like, a negative impact on your sexual relationship with a partner. Mm, yeah, I guess so, because, um, you that, know, yeah. sorry, I was going to say, maybe she's watching porn because he's not, she's not getting what she wants from him, you know, Yeah, right? That's also, that can also be true, because, mm. um, a lot of the times we do see that in these kind of situations that, um, the guy is the one who goes and watches porn because yeah. his partner is not giving him the desires or, like, the sexual fulfillment that he wants. Yeah. So he's kind of, like, doing it by himself, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Here's the question. 
uh, for you. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. But um, do you consider your partner watching porn cheating? No. So, okay, thank you. Because so many people are like, oh, you're watching porn. Uh, you're cheating on me type of things and that argument yeah. I'm like I don't understand I don't think that, that is cheating yeah. I think that's just human nature yeah it's just no I, I wouldn't consider that okay cheating. that's good um, so what advice would you give this um, guy 24 year old guy from Kathmandu I I you know because we don't really have a context on their life mm. and what their relationship has been from the get go I wouldn't really be able to advise like him on what to do or what not to do but maybe just to sit down with a girl and actually I don't know try to figure out what they can do about yep. it I think or why like the girl feels like um she's craving that sexual mm. desire so much I think for sure the guy needs to understand what she's doing is normal mm-hmm. um you know wanting to do it and uh watching porn I think that's definitely normal but yeah, he needs to, like, instead of communicating on Facebook, he needs to communicate <laughs> with her, try to understand where she's coming from, and maybe, like, at the same time, he can explain to her where he's coming from and his own values, and really, they just need to compromise. Yeah. I want to, like, oh, quick, quick, when was it posted? Do we know the... Oh, it's um, April 2019. I wonder if they're still together. <laughs> <laughs> What's this tea, you know? Like, are they married now? Are they doing it? Like, who knows? Right? Oh, my God. But yeah, these confessions are like, well, that was a fun one. <laughs> oh my god, you know what? It just reminded me of like, um, I don't know if it's Metro or Kunis for Bronze. Then like, when you go towards the end section, there's like mm-hmm. sex and love, love and sex question girls in Manchester. I think mm-hmm. it's called girl, girl called Mar- Marta. And you're like, Marta, I need your help. And it's just a lick Do you remember that section? I know what you mean. So yeah, like, we're and she's always like, oh, you can do this, you can do that. And so I feel like her. <laughs> Okay. But I think it's also because, you know, like, Nipalma, like, the whole topic on sex has mm. always been taboo. It's not talked about. And girls and guys, they don't have that, I like, um, they don't have that guidance or education mm. to kind of, um, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's no, there's not anyone to tell them that, oh, no this is okay mm. and it's not wrong plus like but there is no outlet I guess you mm. would call it for them to go and ask as well type of thing yeah. to get advice yes. so in a sense like this page is helping them in a mm. way right mm. that's good I guess um, the admin really should continue doing it <laughs> because I, I know like um, especially yeah, you get mad like you would get like health services or like counseling mm. if you ever wanted to talk about these kind of things. But I don't think Nepalma they have these kind of things. So this is so. probably where Sabizana goes, especially you for Gomate, this topic kind of um comes out from, I guess. Mm. Like they just know don't know who to confide in and yeah. who to get that advice out from. Yeah. So yeah. Did I, I don't know if we talked about this, but Nepalma, do they do sex ed classes? I don't think so. Hmm. They should. Well, really I, well actually, it, I could but... be wrong. Maybe they do, but maybe not to the point where it's proper, wow, like, educative, educative. Kind of like, quick one, okay, hush, hush, we've done it, bye, yeah, type it of thing. Yeah, it probably, like, touches the surface, mm. but that's probably it. Mm. 
But then we have we 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 haven't grown up in Nepal, so we have no, no. idea about this. So we could be totally wrong too. No idea. Well, yeah, that was a very interesting from a male perspective. Oh, I found I found that really interesting, mm. very insightful. Okay, okay, what's the next one then? So we'll move on to the next one. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> this next one is by a female who is twenty one years old and from Lalitpur. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what she has written as a confession. <clears throat> मैले कलेज पढ्दा खेरि आफ्नो क्रसलाई बल्ल तल्ल आफ्नो बोयफ्रेन्ड बनाएको थिए हाम्रो रिलेशनशिप राम्रै चलिरहेको थियो हाम्रो रिलेशनशिप स्टार्ट भएको 2 एन्ड हाफ इयर्स हुँदा हामी बीच त्यो सबै भइसकेको थियो जुन एउटा केटा केटा र केटीको बीच हुन्छ तर एकदिन उसलाई उसको मामुले फोन गरेर तैले त गर्लफ्रेन्ड बनाउँदै हिडेको छस् रे भन्दै गाली गर्नुभयो त्यसपछि उसको बिहेभियर मसँग एकदम स्ट्रेन्ज हुँदै गयो मैले बुझ्न सकेको थिइन एकदिन धेरै एकदिन धेरै पेसेन्सको साथ सोधे तब उसले उसको मम्मीले थाहा पाउँछ थाहा पाउनुभयो भनेर भन्यो त्यसपछि छुट छुट्ने जस्तो कुरा गर्न थाल्यो तर म चाहि म चाहन चाहन्थिन Butchering Nepali man. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing far better than what I could have ever done. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to read like the, you know, um, Roman, text. Roman text and sometimes like, I, because everyone writes really differently. Mm. So. Okay, continuing on. Um, Usko behavior ma dhere change haru dekhe pasi malai sahane garo bhoyo ani maile uslai vulgar words haru sunayara gari gardiye uslai ta bahana pae jai bhoyo ki ki bhoyo thaha bhoyo na tispachi u besari modiyo म उसलाई धेरै माया गर्थेँ सोचेको थिएन यस्तो केही हुन्छ भनेर त्यसपछि म एकदिन उसको घरमै गएँ अनि उसको सानो मम्मीलाई भेटेँ मलाई धेरै मलाई धेरै कराएर क्यारेक्टरलेस भन्नुभयो तर म चुप बसेँ बस उसलाई बोलाइदिनु म उससँग कुरा गर्छु भने तर ऊ आएन त्यसपछि न त हाम्रो भेट भयो न कुरै कुरा कुनै कल आ कल या टेक्स्ट भयो आज म उसँग छुट्टिएको दुई वर्ष जति भयो तर म अझै पनि उसको यादहरूबाट टाढा बस्न सकेको छैन आखिर मेरो यसमा के गल्ती थियो कि मम्मीको एउटा फोन कल र फोन कल अर तैले गर्लफ्रेन्ड बनाइस रे भन्दैमा छोड्न मिल्छ र सबै कि म उसको भइसकेको थिएन ओके So that was a very long one. I was that was a to... long one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. So she was in a relationship with this guy for two and a half years, and during that uh, period, um, they had sexual intercourse. Looks like it, right? I mean, I I don't really know what. So that's what I picked up from that. Um, or maybe it's just like kissing, whatever. Yeah. So physical, let's say. Yeah. Um, and then after that, the mum called and said, "Oh, they'll give you golf ball, they knew whatever." And then his mood changed. Yeah. Right? So he, huh. he became very strange in his behavior after that one phone call. So. And then after that, um, I listed they are broken up, but she's still hung up on him. Yeah. So um, it says that okay. um, it's already been two years that they have broken apart. But uh, for her, like, she's not able to move on. And she still, yeah, feels. This is a very heavy, heavy him. topic. Hmm. Okay. So. Malay said, "Okay, I don't, want, I don't want to say this, but it kind of sounded like he was a mama's boy." 
In a way, I guess. But I mean, but mm. you know what? I initially Maliki thought even you know, like regardless of whether they've been together for two years or whatever, it's kind of like it's either he got bored or um he got what he wanted mm. and then like ditch type of thing. But then, you know how she said, "Oh yeah, I'm a kofonai," and after that he changed. Mm. I don't think that was the only reason. I'm sure yeah. there was something going on. Maybe like. He had multiple girlfriends. If the mom said, "Oh, girlfriend, but only he was scared," and then he's kind maybe. of like, hmm. and maybe he didn't want the girl to catch on, catch on onto that. Yeah, and then maybe like when the when she went to visit and Santa Mamu or whatever said like, "Di na pani na bed no." Oh look, she was called characterless by her, and then like, um, he didn't come down even when she went to meet him at his house. Okay, ladies, if you are listening, this this is a tip, right? You should never have to chase chase a guy. Like, um, I remember giving uh, I remember getting this advice. Like, kiti early chase karnu banda, kita early chase kore ko relationship lasts longer, right? Because, um, because you know, guys are very even though like it is there was a TikTok right, and it was like exposing girls' secret, and it was a guy doing, and everyone in the comments was like, "How do you know?" And said all these girls. But basically, in a relationship, when a uh, when a girl feels like she falls out of love or mm. doesn't love him as much, or so you, you know, there's a difference between being in love and loving someone for who they are, type of thing. Um, what girls tend to do apparently is, if they don't feel the love towards that guy, don't feel like they're in love, they're not gonna go around and cheat or look for another solution. They just wait and try to work it out, mm. and then when the love comes back, and they're like, okay, it's everything sorted, type of thing. Whereas a guy is kind of like. Their minds start to wander, and suddenly they're like already wandering around to other girls aboard where they talk to other girls and all that. That's like that kind of nature ones, okay? So with that saying, like the tip ones, any oh girls need to chase guys, otherwise guys will just if if it's the other way. No, guys need to chase girls. Mm. If it's the other way around, then the guys will just go it or they you know they'll just go fuck around type of thing. So I feel like maybe in this case, he felt like. Maybe she was clinging onto him too much, and he just was like, "I need my space." Maybe, and then it came at a perfect time that his mother happened to call him. Yep, and maybe it was kind of like, okay, her for her to come. Let's say she was already clingy, mm. um, and then for her to go over to his house, that was like the final straw. Like, mm. how, what? This is weird type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, it could but, be anything. But I think the guy should have at least given his reasons to why okay. it was it wasn't going to work out or why he was feeling that way. I feel like a lot of guys, if you are listening, if there is any guys here, they might hate me for this. But I feel like guys are a bit of a pussies when it comes to this. Mm. Like you know, they rather avoid confrontation type mm. of thing rather than um come out and say what it is. Okay, but for a girl, like even if it hurts, just say it. Yeah. Okay, because that's a lot less damaging mm. to the girl. So yeah, he should have definitely said something like given her a valid reason, kid. Because I think the fact that Ayla break up Gorirapani, she's still clinging up mm. to him. Maybe who knows if they did do something? Maybe he was the first guy that she did it with. Yeah. Um, the fact that obviously sounded like she was more into him than he was into her. Mm. And I was gonna say something I totally forgot. Oh my god, it'll come. It'll come to me. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree that it was definitely her being a lot more affectionate towards him because it does say that um, he was her crush and mm-hmm. he, like she tried really hard to make him mm. his her boyfriend. So. Yeah, so it was like she she was always chasing him from the 
day one type mm. of thing. Okay? And also, yeah, I was going to say, the fact that Oilari two years later and so on, she was, she's not able to get over him, is the fact, it's a solid fact that he has not given her a reason, so she never had a closure. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot stress enough how important closures are in relationships. Mm, whether it's for a guy or for a girl, yeah. like, it really is so important. Like, oh, my God. I even, even in existing relationships, like, when you have, like, an argument or when you guys, like, fall out over, like, small things, like, you need to sit down and talk it through. Oh, my God. Otherwise, it will come back round and round in a circle. You know how we keep saying that consistency is key? Well, in a relationship, communication is key, guys. (laughs) Seriously, like, but I feel like uh, communication, people think that, oh, argument with the head is the bond for the bond. I agree, but in a way, disagree with that as well, Mm. because I feel like when it comes to communication, you should communicate not only the problems, but things that you are grateful for as well, okay, like the small things, like saying thank you and stuff like that, I feel like that goes a really long way as well. Oh, yes. Shows the other person that you're appreciative of them, you know? 100%. So, yeah, with this case, definitely, I think she hasn't had that closure at all. Mm. I feel like even if, let's say, they never get back together, um, she ends up marrying somebody else, I feel like even though she loves that new person, mm. he will still linger in her mind. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because oh I think it was, I wouldn't say like... Maybe traumatic experience in some cases, mm. but uh, it was a bad experience for her that it ended in such a way. And I think, like, especially for some people, when they have a crush, they make it into this a fantasy kind of um, fantasy escape in their head. Like, oh, I ha- um, this crush is going to be perfect. Like, he's everything that I want. But it's not going to be like that. That's why the crush is called a crush. It crushes you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. So it's not, no credits to me. <laughs> but yeah, literally it's like, it's called a crush for a reason, you know. <laughs> like, Denny, I think when you have a crush on someone, it's because you only see them for what they are mm-hmm. from the outside. Oh, 100%. But you never get to know, like, their ins and mm-hmm. outs, like, fully. So if you have a crush and then if you... If that crush turns into a relationship, then I wouldn't yeah, stay like, all fantasy, fantasy world. Yeah, yeah. like you, what you said earlier, that just, oh, wait, obviously crush, the, you see a person from a distance, you don't know what they're like, mm. and you just create or believe what you want them to be, yeah. Mm. So mm. you're already creating this illusion for yourself, yeah. which is very harmful, that, oh, this person is the one for me, but of mm. course, it's not going to be like that. It's not rainbows and sunshines. Well, girl, like, when did she post this? Oh, this was, all of the um, con- confessions that I'm reading out is April 2019. Ah, okay, so 2019, 2021, two years later, girl, I hope you have recovered. Um, and let me tell you, you don't need no man. Look out for yourself, learn to love yourself first. And honestly. you probably won't get that closure. And honestly, it will do you so good just by moving on, even though that's easier said than done. But definitely, you're going to do more harm if you're just, like, clinging on to him, mm-hmm. stalking him, what he's oh, checking yes. out, what he's been doing. Do not do that, guys. If you're in a similar case, like, I know it's tempting because, mm. you know, social media and all that. You want to be FBI, <laughs> stalk them, but do yeah, not. That's oh, dangerous. Very dangerous. And it, I feel like with that sort of cases... Um, you just do it as like so once in a while and then it becomes a habit and you mm. don't even realize yeah. right so definitely do not get fall into that habit or that tra- trap okay okay moving on 
we're going to go on to the third confession. So this comes out from a male who is 20 years old from Kathmandu, Nepal. Um, okay, so this is what he has stated. I don't know, oh, this is actually in English. Okay. <laughs> so easier. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a confession, but I have a story to tell and I hope this gets posted. Spoiler alert, I'm gay. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love it already. <laughs> so, yes, I am gay. I am not interested in snatching straight guys. I don't want to become uh, a girl. James Charles who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to become a girl. I am mm. not a girl trapped in a man's body. That's transgender, by the way, for those who don't know, in brackets. I'm just a man who likes another man. Nepal is opening up to people who are different, and that makes me so proud of people who see humans human beings as humans because at the end we are all human aren't we i hope uh, oh i have been bullied before for not being a certain type or let's just say straight i know there are a lot of people who are like me i'm just a normal guy you'd see walking around again i'm not a girly i don't uh look girly many people are many people are and there's nothing wrong with that gay people don't always act like girls please just people please people just grow up uh, we live in a society which is very judgmental, very biased. We have to look a certain way, act a certain way, dress a certain way, get married, have babies, blah, blah, blah. I have two reasons I am saying all this. The first is to educate people about equality, love, respect. I would look like a hypocrite, but an my another reason is to find a lesbian, obviously, a lesbian girl. I know how this might look like you might think i should open up to my parents they'll love me anyhow but i just can't deprive them of anything i know there are girls who might feel the same way believe me i would if i could i just want to know few girls who could talk to me and possibly share stuffs and figure out anything if there are anyone who are interested and can't open up we could possibly talk so just write something down and let me know much power to everyone Wait, I'm a bit confused. The Surumata, you, um, he mentioned something like the transgender bit. So what was that before that came? Didn't you? I'm not a girl. I am not. Oh, he said, um, I am not a girl trapped mm -hmm. in a man's body. And then in brackets, it stated that that's transgender, by oh, the way, okay, for okay. those who don't know. And also the later go possible point about the lesbian. Well, as I said, he's looking for girls who are in a way similar situation i guess so i would assume but that. trying to find a lesbian girl so they can connect and kind of like under like speak about this right i think so but i don't but but then he goes on to say that he doesn't want to deprive his parents of anything so in a way i feel like he would want to marry a lesbian girl to just please his parents Oh shit! And like, then okay, but then it doesn't really outline anything. But mm -hmm. that is somewhat I understood from it. Okay, so I guess from that we know that the parents don't know anything. Um. Yeah, I think it don't said want to that. Um. Where did it say? I mean, he does sound very comfortable. Uh, in who he is, and like, it sounds like he's very happy that he is who he is. Yeah, from mm. the text, so I really appreciate that. And I like that he's very, even though it's like, people don't know who he really is. Like, uh, we can't really tell. But the fact that he's able to, like, openly say it and all that stuff, mm -hmm. in his situation, I think that's really respectful. That's really good. But yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I don't think it says that um, 
he's told his parents. Um. But it's um, he said that yeah, people. Um, I'm sure that people will say if I tell my parents that everything will be okay. But um, mm, so yeah. it, I, it sounds like doesn't the parents doesn't know. Mm, not yet, I think. Mm. I also want to know like whether he is a single child. Does he have any brothers or sisters? Mm. I feel like that changes a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because if it's like the only son, obviously the parents are gonna be like, "No, you're gonna yeah. have to marry, have kids, and I want grandchildren." Running and so on. So. Definitely curious, but um, yeah, I think what he's doing, especially like where he said that he's here to educate people, definitely, I think, especially our society, mm. I feel like people are a lot more comfortable, but as a society, they're mm. not fully acceptable. It's kind of like, you know what? I feel like even parents, they say like, oh, you must be serious. And parents are like, but when it comes to their own kids, yeah. I feel like they'd be like, no, 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 yeah. right? So... It's kind of weird how like parents accept other kids going through that or feeling that way, but won't necessarily accept their own. Mm, in a lot of situations yeah. as well, not just that um, situation. But yeah, I thought it was like really kind of cute and sweet how mm. this guy kind of um, mustered the courage, I guess, to post this. Because I think it, this is something that I wouldn't have expected in a confession page. Yeah, I like it. You 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 mentioned earlier you've got a variety and you really mm. do. I really like this one as well. <laughs> um so here's a question. Um I I feel like I'm we're on the same page and we're I'm, I probably know your answer to this. But like your kids, whether male, female, son, daughter comes mm. up to you like, "Mom, I'm gay. I'm a lesbian." What do you do? I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine." Okay, so now the scenario changes, right? What if they're like three four year olds and they're like oh i want to be a boy or you know how like there's a very young even oh, young children yeah, they feel like they're in the wrong mean. body mm. but so many people argue and say oh they're young they're just dressing up that's fine mm-hmm. kind of like oh when they say like one statement like oh i want to be a girl mm. and then you kind of push that forward like okay i'll buy you dresses blah, 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 blah. Mm. is it like do they really mean that do they really know what mm. they want to be like so if they are very young what would you say or what would you do in that situation? That is actually very confusing, isn't yeah. it? Like, I think it's very confusing for a lot of parents. And I think a lot of parents have gone through that as well. Especially Western society, mm-hmm. not where they 100%. have faced these kind of um, situations. Um, I think the difficult part is whether, like you said, um, if the parents do agree with the child and let the child explore, mm-hmm. I think the parent would feel like, wait, am I doing too much and actually pushing yeah. that child to that certain gender because of my choices of letting that child have that freedom? Mm. Or is it because of that child's free free will and free choice? So it's very tricky. Very, very tricky. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I mean, if, there are, if they are of a certain age and they come out and say it, I think I'll be okay. But very young, like even like five, six-year-old mm. children is still, yeah, it's still good. It's... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very, very confusing. Tricky. It's very tricky. What if, like... Oh, I would okay. say, okay, I would probably let them explore that. But I think I would be a little bit wary of how much um, of an extension or how much um, they explore it. I guess, mm. I don't know. It's a, yeah. So what are your thoughts of um, parents raising their child or children as like non-gender slash genderless like you know when they say like 
is it a girl? Is it a boy? When the is kind of like, oh, it's it's just her. Like, it's just her. But like, let's say her name is Sam, which is like mm-hmm. could go both ways. Uh, is is Sam a boy or a girl? When the is just it's just Sam. It's just Sam. Once it's just Sam. Like, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Because I don't I, know. Her. Yeah, I haven't actually delved too deep onto that, but yeah, definitely something to think about. But yeah, I think like um. Right now, being like Amro is and not mm-hmm. having children, or even like Amro, surrounding family members, even the situation on Bogosan, and this, mm-hmm. so it's so hard to like give a definite answer. Oh, yeah. you're Gorsu, you're Gorsu. I think we'll just know if that time ever comes. Mm. Right. Tricky one. <laughs> mm. Yeah, very tricky. It really plays with your head. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> guys, are you guys like head all jumbled off? Like, because I'm, I'm just. I don't have any words. <laughs> mm. Especially, um, I think you're, you know, in the last recent, when was it that Instagram announced that you could have your, um, this year, add, you could add your pronouns. Yeah, to your this bio. year. Yeah, like, this I think year, last month. Earlier last month. Right? Yeah. So, even that itself is a very confusing aspect for me. Like, Maybe because, like, I haven't delved into it and read about it too much, which comes down to my own, uh, well, um, not ha- not mm. being knowledgeable enough. But it still kind of, like, throws me off. Mati, I see... <clears throat> I see where they're coming from. Because mm. um, a lot of people are mis... misgendered, pronounced? I don't know what's I the right Yeah, like, I don't know, like... I don't know, like, how to describe it, but, like, I also don't know... Like, I don't want to offend someone, I guess, mm. in that process as well. And when Instagram came out with that and said that they're going to be adding this feature, Banera, um, so many comments were like, they're very sarcastic. Eh? Mm. Like, oh, oh, this is a big issue. Finally, you solved it. Kind of like sarcastic comments are they with you. Mm. But then there were people that are like, oh, finally. I don't know. Like, to me, it's a very confusing. I, I feel like, yeah, because people get mispronounced, that's the mm. thing. Um, mispronounce of African gender they reason as they want to I guess clarify up front mm. so that no mistakes can be made type of thing but at the same time it's confusing I think it's the fact that maybe I mean we growing up we didn't really have to go through when people uh, pronouncing saying like him to us mm. or this one's false like yeah. wrong pronounce maybe that's why we don't understand yeah. but I'm sure like I'm, I'm, I guess the people that are out there that relates to it and yeah. understands why when Instagram did that why it matters a lot to mm. them mm. yeah deep in thought <laughs> deep in thought do you have any more or oh uh, yeah I've got a few more um so moving on okay I've got this really short one mm-hmm. um this is uh, there's no uh male or female mm. um but it's the it was titled just living with parents and depression it's a very short very short um paragraph so i know many will hit comment comparing parents are god before reading this post i just graduated and still live with my parents though i have huge respect for them they have made my life easy with easy food shelter and security I don't need to bother much about struggles in life. At some point of my life, something really hit me. I was nobody. Depression started to hit me when I realized I had no personal space for myself. My parents being conservative-minded 
which is pretty normal in Nepal. Now I just felt stuck and not free. I want to become independent without hurting my parents, but I don't know how. Girl, you just have to do it. I feel like in this situation, regardless of a parents, whether they're extremely strict or not, mm. um, if it is something, especially if it's like affecting your mental health as well, if you want that personal space, and, and parents, like, you know, I always say this, parents will forever see you as they're very, very young, but they got it in one sense, so... Even if you're like 20 or 30 and you're living, like, let's say you're 30, living with your parents. And even at the age of 30, you say to your parents, I'm going to live on my own. They're still going to be hurt again because they're going to see you as a child. So mm-hmm. I think, um, I think she should just really sit down with her parents and let them know. And, you know, and I feel like it's so especially conservative parents. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, no, yeah. but the thing is, like, after you finish that discussion, discussion. They, it's going to linger in their mind and they're going to start to think about it and really open up and then come to you for a second mm-hmm. sort of discussion that's the last thing I say so I think that would be the best possible situation You it's going to hurt them but it's going to do better than mm-hmm. you just not saying anything avoiding looky looky goida maybe yeah. finding a place or whatever definitely just speak out and I think like Nepali or Koma a lot of parents and kids vice versa whatever mm. they struggle with that okay like yes. coming out and saying saying what they have in their mind and i think nepal ma i feel like there's this huge trend where youths or just young people in general want to be independent want mm. to have their independence away from their family home but that in a lot of cases is not i don't want to say it's not achievable but there are circumstances where um the opportunities are not there to make it achievable. Like, I was living in a Western country like we do, like, um, from, like, 16 years old or even younger, you have, like, a side job. Like, you are introduced to this whole working life. But Nepal Mata, you're not... That's not promoted. And, like, it's just not there where you can have your own income to suffice for yourself somewhere else. And I think that's where all of this also comes out from, like be wanting that independence but not mm. knowing how. Like you just don't know where to start. Like even if you, I think she, um, this person, he or she said that they've just graduated, but they don't have a job there. Mm. So you know, like that's where all of this struggle comes out from. Like, um, you can go like places and ask for a job, but many will just shut you down, just because about. That's just Nepal, okay? Yeah. Nepal just doesn't give opportunities to young people like they should do. And which is so sad to me. I think with this one as well, like, if you are planning to um, move out and have your own space, she, like, or he, mm. um, they said that they've graduated, right? Uh, we don't know if for a fact whether they've got a job or not mm. right now. So I think with this one, parents, like I said earlier, will always have, like, see you as a little child. So they're worried about you, okay? Um, so I think in this case, and I think this is a tip that I saw or from JK or whatever mm. they were saying that if you do want to break out of this family and then go um, live on your own type of thing you need to be able to prove to your parents that you are capable of looking after yourself mm-hmm. because that's their worry okay it's like okay dabbing like or even like okay that's fine you can go you can have your own one is like if you are not able to prove that you are an adult that you are responsible you have a job you can take care of yourself if you cannot do that stuff their parents won't in a way, believe you, in a yeah. way, let you go, and then all this stuff. So you, if you do want to be serious about this, then definitely get a job that will help, like, you know, where you can 
live off of mm. because like Arithi said it's difficult to find a job and I think nursing the third one if there is any other sort of field that you graduated from and jobs are after grad go role good jobs are not available but if there is like corner shop good job available then you have to think will the money that you're making from even the small job or whatever you're having mm. is that enough to help you and then cover your food your shelter you know all this basic all this stuff that you need okay so i think this is a conversation that she well this is a thing that she needs to think about first mm. whether she'll be able to uh, live off on her own without the parents go money eh, is my mm. day because obviously that's not living on your own on completely on your own but then after you have a solid plan and then go talk to your parents okay so if they do have any questions like where you going to live what you going to do then you have at least answers you have yeah. research and this also shows the parents that you are serious and that you have done your research and that you they know that you will be okay as well because mm-hmm. at the end of the parents just worry again whether they're conservative or liberal or whatever they just worry for their child so um about not having your personal space even at home i mm-hmm. think anyone and everyone should be able to put up boundaries even if it is if it is in your family home because i think we all know kind of know that growing up in an asian family like your family knows all your ins and outs like <laughs> or do they <laughs> <laughs> they just um i don't know sometimes for some families it can feel like in your face mm. kind of thing where you just feel like you have no time away from your family yeah. your parents your home but it's so important to like make like communicate to your family mm. that look this is my space i want my space like if i have a room to my space to myself then i don't want you to enter without knocking mm. something simple as like knocking to come into your room can improve so much of your personal space mm. because it just kind of you are allowing that person into your personal space and you are saying yes or no to them yeah. so you really have to hold that space for yourself and i think creating those boundaries is so important even if it's just with parents or anyone mm. and like how you mentioned you know like communicate with your parents like when we talk about in a relationship communicating communicate corona person when it's not only just with your partner it's literally relationship with you we have with your siblings your friends your parents literally it goes the communication like goes a long way one of now so definitely i what you said i agree with that and even if it's like I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes, or even half an hour out of the day where you go for a walk or something to, like, in a way, go situation, but I got a mind fresh for a Like, go to a nearby cafe, just, you know, have time to yourself, treat yourself to that as well. I mean, that could really help. Right. Especially, yeah, when your parents, you feel like they're, like, in your throat and yeah. all, the, all the time and you can't breathe. But, yeah. Um, leading on to that, I am going to read out one more mm-hmm. confession, which is very similar and kind of connects to this earlier one as well. So this is from a male, 23, from Kathmandu. It's also stated that it's a depression related. So what he has said is, I have many friends in Australia. I am studying engineering at KU, so Kathmandu University, I think. Wanted to go abroad, but family wouldn't allow My friends are living free and independent life abroad while I feel like I'm being judged for everything, especially living with parents. It really hurts when I have to ask for money to my parents and had a relationship ruined because I'm broke. When I talk with my friends, particularly at Australia, 
their ego hits my nerves and all I can do is just become more depressed. I don't know what to do. I don't want to live with my parents and live freely. Please help. Wow, that is yeah, very similar to mm. um, the previous one. First and foremost, I mean, yes, they're your friends, but if they're making you feel shit and making you feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, basically shit, then are they even your friends? Right, and then I was reading a comment on this um, section, Mate, and then someone also wrote, um, you need to walk away from those friends because they are giving negative um, power, negative vibes. And you know what, like, um, so at work, um, kind of getting sidetracked, but yeah, I can't say I have a friend, right? So we were talking about how relationship between a couple, boyfriend Mm -hmm. and a girlfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend, whatever, this is a couple or a situation break up why when it is normal enough. But if and like friendship goes circle ma breakups between friendships should be normalized when it could I Like because a lot of the times it's not very it's not widely talked about, okay, you know, like breaking off with your friends. I mean it doesn't always have to be like bad blood between you two. It mm. could just be like you guys grow apart and you guys decide to not be friends anymore and that should be really normalized, okay? So yeah, in this case, like just because they're your friends and maybe you've grown up together and now they've moved across, doesn't mean that you have to stay friends. Yes, you know what I, I mean? get what you mean. Because at the end of the day, like if it's making you feel like you know, feel like you've got depression, feeling like it's negatively mm. impacting your mental health, then if you don't do anything about it, like you, he knows the cause of it. Okay? Mm. So if he doesn't do anything, then it's just going to get worse. They definitely mm. cut ties yes. with those friends. Break it off. Honestly. And you it, need to walk away. Yeah. And it, it may be difficult at first, but you're going to be so thankful like five months down the line. Okay? Mm. For sure. I think this advice is um, also, I saw this on Instagram, like um, walk away or unfollow um, Instagrams mm. or models and influencers oh, yeah because they will it, it they are one of the reasons why you keep comparing yourself to them one era I saw it and then um it also said start following artists and designers and then you will be able to see how creative you can get mm. one era, which I was like oh my god that's very really true. nice that was really good advice yeah that's very true because like, especially I think we again covered this in the mm. past but when it comes to social media whether it's your friends like oh, well, let's say he's looking at his Australia friends or and see them going out and he feels trapped like unfollow it's gonna make you feel so much better yeah honestly like and even if for example he's on his social media looking at the photo is right he's mm-hmm. using it he's using his phone and then like maybe hour later whatever he's not using his phone but that image that he's seen will linger in his mind yeah Yeah. so yeah and in terms of parents i guess he'll just need to again communicate with them um but did he say he's finished graduating or is still he's studying engineering okay because i wonder if i mean um, i live some other yeah i'm pretty sure he's graduated (laughs) hopefully he's got a job now he doesn't have to ask for parents but you know this is such a big problem in nepal that like a lot of the youths, they do go abroad and now. I mm-hmm. mean, like, especially in your friend's circle, if a lot of your friends are going abroad and you feel like you're the only one left behind in Nepal, mm-hmm. you do feel that it really hits you. Like, I've <laughs> yeah. talked to my cousins and my sisters. They always say that as well. They're like, uh, look, mm-hmm. Didi, all my friends are abroad. They're doing this, they're doing that. They've got a job for themselves. They're so independent. And I'm just stuck at home. And even if I try to do anything, like I get judged for it. 
and I really feel for them and it's such a big problem in Nepal that like there's such a big comparison that the kids put themselves through that they always compare this life to their other friends who live abroad mm. but it's not always like like social media yeah it's not always what people portray it to be so even if like you see them having fun or that like they must be working like oh, yeah. 8 to 12 hours a day and like i don't know how many hours per week to make costs meet mm. and you know and all of that and they're not going to show you that either and they're not they're not yeah exactly they're not going to show you that they only they're all only going to show you the good good side of life which mm. majority yeah. do yeah and my dad always says like uh, they always say to me our army but retire and obviously but then he always says to me like if I mean you give an offer retire us in Nepal and Bosco boy, the toy toy, the cost of Galigorte, like I'm lying in Bonnie, and I was like, What do you mean? And he goes, You you guys are probably gonna yell at us saying, and then you had the opportunity to take us to UK mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, and you're gonna see all your friends or the he or Romance or Goku, and you're gonna compare and say, like, I'm making a nolagiko, top eleven, and I'm like, the quarrels are like, all the other ones again. I'm like, I don't know, but I, I, I can't really, I don't know, I can't relate. But going back to your cousin and this guy and you know i feel like a lot of people can relate to this is that nepal might say about well you can might say once you're like 15 16 mm-hmm. the cam gonna like that's very normal okay but yeah. nepal might not normalize mm-hmm. and i'm like why is it not normalized exactly. because it pisses me off because i have like own like family bond you know or people that i mm-hmm. know that's in nepal who are like 22 23 years of age but they don't work they yeah, just live they've off had okay, no yeah. work and they're no embarrassed experience. to work it. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Like they had they have no to, that working culture And oh yeah, it sometimes boils my blood as well. Like it really annoys me. Like and I think obviously I'm a younger generation of and they're still living at home, they're not willing to work because mm. it's embarrassing or whatever, right? But if they don't break out of that stereo like or culture yeah. or whatever, they're never gonna be able to improve or normalize it here. Mm. Like I just, I don't know, I don't understand this bit. Like, I really think this it should be normalized. Yeah, 100%. My God. Did we, get, did we help this person out? <laughs> I forgot what the topic was about. No, well, no, um, it was uh, because the, oh, um, the friends. confession was relating it to the earlier one. We mm. kind of yeah, covered it together, I guess. And it's, it sucks because of our last two persons, especially, mentioned depression and you can go confession book away. It would have been so easy just be like, yeah, just connect to your GP uh, oh, services yes. available. But so the Nepal, there is, I mean, I'm sure I live beside beside Papa Pukasala, mm. but there is no, from my knowledge, eh, don't quote me on this, mm. like official establishment that helps you just with your, all your mental health mm. needs. So I feel like that's where, like, this guy has to come to like Facebook page mm. to seek for help. Okay? Like there is no official. Even if there was, or if there is an official page for a, a, like a mental health dedicated, mm. it's not talked about enough. No. Like people don't know that they can access it. Whereas like here in the UK, like um, you hear about Samaritans.com mm. or like um, get the help and those all those websites. Like you can recite it, yeah. But for Nepal, like you literally is so hard to come up with like one that's actually um twenty four hours working mm. and like actually helping out people. And on top of that, it's like about. Even if I have, like, let's say, a very embarrassing problem or, I don't know, just a problem that I don't want my parents to know. But when I go to the GP or to see a doctor and I'm faced with 
a Nepali doctor. But then you know for a 100% fact due to confidentiality, they cannot reveal the information you've provided to that doctor with your par- to your parents. Mm. I wonder if Nepal is not going Because if confidentiality is not it will put people off from even yeah, going in the exactly. first place. I don't think that exists in Nepal. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I think I, I did have a look at it back when um, Nepal and Castro issue Akafin last year. I had a look at, I think, whether they, Nepal has any mental health services. I think out of um, the whole country, there's only one hospital dedicated to mm-hmm. um, mental health issues. But imagine, a whole country go like, yo, take it. Like, I'm going to go to the hospital. But Nepal, a whole go like, one. Yeah, I remember when we were doing, you remember um, your friend's friend? I, I can't remember her name. But we talked to her for her dissertation that she was oh, doing yeah. on mental health. And I remember her saying that um, Nepal, she did a, um, a research on um, how many psychiatrists or like um, mental um, psychiatrists were there. In the whole of Nepal, there was only like 16 or something. Where oh I think this God. figure could be wrong, but it was a small number mm-hmm. it was shocking it's so shocking oh my god i remember we were talking about this with her and we even mentioned on Zinabaisu when it comes to like these kind of mental health and stuff like that amro culture ma pahile dekhi nai chha ke like you know how they say ke bhayale bhane oh ela boxi lagyo bhane kurasi de tai sansa it doesn't go to like oh this person needs help is seeking for help no none of that is like a boxi lai thu 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 blah 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 and it's so stupid I'm gonna stop this and then save. Could you So, this last confession is from a female age 23 and location is Duli Hill. And I'm going to read it out. Um, this one is slightly more in the poetic side. So, um, this lady has um, submitted it in a, a poem format, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read it out. I saw myself tied with a leash as I was crying with unease. My master was handing me to someone new, saying him, Now she belongs to you. I was choking as he began to pull the leash and I was looking at my master in the hope he will let me release. I was being dragged forward and my master looking backward. I was helpless as I followed my new master's path. I woke up in the middle of the night, looking around everything was dark. I was sweating and wondering. I was sweating and wondering when I realized that it's, that's what it's going on. My life was about to end while I thought it had just begun. Being born to an age of revolution, I was tied with a rope of traditional norm. The norm that my oh wait, the norm that made my life property of everyone except mine. And people don't know the incident that has broken me since I was eight or nine. I have been confused with love to lust. And the day I found the reality, the innocence about my childhood was lost. I remember his shaking hands rubbing my privates, and I was unknown that it was wrong. The day I learned what he did was wrong, I cried and cried for so long. I cried for so long that I lost all my feelings, 
and today I am being forced to a marriage. Forced into a marriage just because people call it the perfect age. Life was not a choice for anyone, but I believe their life choices should be their own. I'm going to say that again. Life was not a choice for anyone, but I believe their life choices should be their own. I have a dream, and the dream is to be known, be known for making a difference. The difference that will be someone's new reference. But I was born to an age of revolution and tied to social norm. And sometimes that makes me think, why was I even born? The life I want is a happy one, and the life being offered is a luxurious one. I have trust issues that need to be solved, but I am expected to be dissolved. Expected to be dissolved in a group that I can't know enough of, and they can't know the past that I can't get off of. And all because I was born to an age of revolution and tied by traditional norm. And these days, I really regret for being born. Signed, G. Oh, this one was deep, man. Right? When I read it, I was like, oh my god. My heart goes out to this girl. Like, people, it's just, I have like, so like, but I have so much anger Mm. listening to that. Um, Of course, like, if, listeners didn't catch on to anything of what Arati just said mm. so looks like by the sound of that she was abused as a sexually abused mm. as a child and um, I read it somewhere like statistically when you know how young much um, usually the kids are the girls are below the age of 10 they're mm-hmm. still a single digit age number again that just that's so fucked up yeah and the fact that she's now obviously, you know, mature or yeah. old enough, whatever, but she still is traumatized by that. Of kid. course. Like these people that like go on about like perpetrators, mm-hmm. they don't fucking realize. Like, I mean, I guess obviously not because they're fucking dumb. Mm. But uh, for them, maybe it's just fun and games or whatever. But they don't think about the effects that it has on a female for a lifelong kid. Mm-hmm. But even if like, let's say she is now marrying or... Even if she's like in a very happy love marriage, it's like an orange marriage, so in a very married, happy marriage, <clears throat> excuse me, if the guy were to like accidentally or even without thinking, if they put a hand on her, she's gonna like, because so yeah. affect her, and it lingers on. So, oh. like, she stays there, like, she has trust issues yeah. because of this past. And that's very difficult for anyone. And what's upsetting is the fact that. Again, statistically, they say that these perpetrators are usually, like, within family, mm-hmm. friend circle, okay? Oh, yeah. Because they, like, they're, they're the ones who are easily able to gain the trust. young girls' good yes. trust. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, it's either normal or you're grown, you're old enough kind of situation. Or it's kind of like, oh, you won't tell, right? If you tell, then I will blackmail. Okay, we'll take blackmail girls in again. Poor child. They're going to, they're obviously going to be scared. And you know what? Like, um... Like, uh, I've seen a lot of, like, tweets or memes or not even memes, like, posts or comments mm-hmm. about this. Like, girls saying, like, when I have a daughter, if, like, you know how nanny are like, oh, uncle, I got to pagoro, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. If your daughter does not feel comfortable or if they say no, 
do not force that child mm-hmm. to go kiss that uncle or auntie or who doesn't doesn't yeah. matter. And then you like listen to your child, okay? Oh, I I feel for this girl, man. Like mm. I hope. I mean, it's difficult. Okay, like how is she able to get over this? Because yeah, you can't like, and especially because like, even if she had said this to anyone when she was young, like nobody would have believed her, no. because. Again, it comes down to like, oh, family name and all that mm. shit. But mm. so, 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 kind of shut up type. Isn't it like in India, like if your own, um, this is boy when they marry you off to the rapist or something like that? I've heard those yeah. cases, and it's, it's just. That's no. really deep, man. Like, yeah, when I found this, I was like, oh my god. Like, I did not expect it to go in that direction, but right. not like, but it went like. Very very deep yeah, mm-hmm. into yeah, that it, direction. It's deep and dark. But um, damn. And Danny like she's expressed that and Danny she's getting forced into this marriage mm. where just because of her age. Yeah, yeah like, and <sighs> where you were offered to have this luxurious life, but that's not what she wants. Like mm. she just wants to be just happy and get over this trauma and this past that she has, and especially that she doesn't even have anyone to talk. To mm-hmm. about this because how do you how how does one even then you go on about and talk to this about their new partner that you are going to marry off that you've never met you've never spent time with mm. she's ridiculous and will they also be understanding and open minded to even listen get okay, the partner mm-hmm. what if they just dismiss it why they what if they just think oh whatever type of thing like or oh. you know in like the worst case scenario the guy John like becomes more abusive abusive mm. and just looks down on her because that happened in mm. in her past so you know man suffer china but it doesn't yeah oh god this is this is uh, this sucks man like females and having to go through i mean i'm sure it happens to male as well but i feel like in istahake situation it does happen a lot more to females so like mm. for young young girls um do you remember that one video that was very very viral it was a young girl crying to her grandma saying oh mommy's boyfriend touched me and it was so oh my god yes that's so heartbreaking I and then that. the parents oh, okay, so, so they recorded this conversation mm. she was crying her lungs out mm. and saying oh he did this he touched me so again mm. grandma was like going oh yeah and what happened next and they're like not bothered yeah they, they, they just like, like, didn't care how do you expect that child to explain all of that explicitly? Okay? Like, she is expressing all of her feelings to mm. you because she has that trust in you, but you're breaking that trust by yep. saying, so tell me more. It's like, it's so... <sighs> this kind of, like, it's like, they almost as if, yeah, I'm listening, tell me more, but really, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, thing. you're yeah. just, like, dismissing the whole thing, like, in, in one ear and then out the other, basically. Yeah. Oh, that video was so sad, yeah. But, oh, that was deep. That I hope, yeah, geez. that was deep. And I just hope... I, I just hope know. that guy treats her well. Yes. Like, she deserves it. Yeah. I hope she doesn't have to go through any shit. Bless her. Whoever she is, I hope that the universe will grant her all the happiness to be able to move on from her past. And I always say karma comes around, so mm. I hope that fucker is... Yeah, the... Whoever. Somewhere in the ditch yeah. together. <laughs> oh, that's too much. <laughs> but no, like honestly, what he deserves for sh- for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, started out very light, ended up, yeah, very, ended up very heavy. Was, like literally when you were um, still born the hay, I was getting like goosebumps and I was like, oh my god. Like, oh. But yeah, I hope this was somewhat enjoyable. I know mm-hmm. like at parts, at times there were funny moments for mm-hmm. them. But um, yeah. I think we covered a lot of things from like... Um, sexual desiring with someone having sexual desires to some having um difficulties navigating their friendship mm. or you know um having depression not being able to have their own personal space at home mm. i think we covered quite a lot and um i do sometimes like going back to this page because <laughs> there's just such a big range of um confessions you know yeah. it's just sometimes it really lights up your mood to kind of just read through it given so they are ones that have, like you said of the um since 2020 april they haven't really posted anything right mm. so i hope firstly the admin is okay but um also because they haven't posted in over a year they, their message box is probably oh like my God, filled imagine. up it. <laughs> imagine you try to send a message like too full you cannot wow. send it my days. But I wonder why they stopped. I yeah. think they should have carried on. Mm. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was probably like a single person who started this whole thing. But I don't know. I don't have the answers for mm. that. But yeah, I guess. Um, Yeah, I hope that our audiences have enjoyed us talking through these confessions from the Facebook page. If anyone does want to have a look and um, read it for yourselves, you can go on to Facebook and just type confessions of nepalese youths on the search box and then it will pop out <laughs> oh my god do you know what i would love okay so guys if you're listening and if you have a dilemma of your own and you want to share and want us to talk about it oh my god dm us of course we're not going to reveal the names or anything like that i know if you don't want that, that but would it would be really <laughs> nice it would be a really good series to like go forward with yeah, yeah. and of course we'll keep it anonymous yeah and it doesn't yeah. have to be like oh relationship or sexual mm. it could be something very light like you know, the other day I wanted to buy two dresses, but I don't know what to do. It could be very basic. I'll be like, girl, just get both and try it on return it if you don't like it. The girl dilemma. Yeah, literally. Um, Yeah, that would be a really nice segment to have. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah, super fun. Mm. Any stories that you have to share or tell? Or even if know. you don't want us to give advice on, like unwanted advice. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked for this. But yeah, if you, even if you're not looking for advice, but you want to raise awareness like the guy did with, you know, mm-hmm, coming yeah. out, I think that's really good. We can like express it and like, um, yeah, give you that platform in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm, that'd be really nice going forward. <laughs> um. So yeah, just ending this on... Never mind. <clears throat> but yeah, just before... <clears throat> okay. Um, just before we close off this um, episode, we just wanted to kind of say... And that just went sideways. What did you want to say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was okay. Wait, um, let's say something about Nepal, but what are we going to mm. say? Um, mm. If we're talking about thingy, I can talk about writing to the MP and stuff like that shit. There are pages we can, I guess. Their donation pages is hard to trust. Okay, I know what I'm talking about. So, before we kind of close off the episode, uh, we just wanted to mention or just talk about 
COVID situation in Nepal just for about two minutes. Um, it won't be two minutes. <laughs> as, know, yeah, uh, as we all know, like the COVID um, rate infection just keeps going up in Nepal and it is becoming so drastically aggressive. Mm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people have been trying to help. And Oh, actually, you know what, what I want to mention? Um, I don't know if you follow them, but there's a group called Hami Nepal. Mm. Nepal Pro, and it, um, this other guy that I've followed even before COVID happened, Sudan Gurung Banisage, mm. where I think he is Sudan Gurung. I'm sorry if that's not the surname, uh, but he is on Instagram. And he, um, so what what what's happened was like they have been carrying out your um, carrying out volunteering services and working with hospitals and he basically your Nepal youth group was a um, they were helping hospitals to set up beds and like um, set up the whole area for um, COVID go um, COVID area for COVID section in the hospital basically mm-hmm. and yeah. so um, they were doing really good job and like no one was getting paid for it right and then um, they had an interview with uh, one of the Nepal TV channels I don't actually know um, and they full-on recorded the whole interview themselves as well from their side of the story. And this lady, oh my God, what? this lady, right? She did not let him talk. Like she kept over-talking him. And this is the thing that I hate, hate, hate about Nepal media. Nepali media and Nepali reporters is that they always want to have it like their own way. And he, Zara, like he was yeah. trying to like explain and then what they've been doing and all that and then she just keeps saying like, oh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> How long was the interview? It was like, I think 20 minutes or something like that. And he, um, they were also uh, from their side doing a live on Instagram while the... Oh. Um, while it was the, being recorded. Yeah, it, on uh, television game. Yeah. And he, oh my God, it was just so funny. Like, oh, the lady was just on his back. Like, She's a really shit host. And then, but yeah, you know what? The guy, the Sudan guy, he's so, so humble. Like, because after everyone saw that interview, like, everyone was, like, um, bashing her in a, um, kind of in a bad light as well, I guess, because mm-hmm. people were angry. And then, like, he was so sweet to say that, you know, like, um, everyone makes mistakes and everyone oh, learns from the mistakes. Like, I don't want you guys to, like, go onto her page or, like, you know, say bad things to her. And he's such a humble guy. And, like, Aww. Hami Nepal has been doing, like, um such a great job in helping and accommodating like people in Nepal like who are severely severely affected by COVID um getting oxygen um getting oxygen tanks and especially getting in contact with like um China for providers and even getting that and it's just so good to see that you know young people are making a difference out here when the Nepalese government is doing shit all so honestly um, a waste of air yeah and also um, head over to our uh, friend's channel, Synergy Studio. They have um, released a video for infection control tips, which um, anyone listening uh, to us from Nepal, like it is really helpful. Like they explain um, on how to control or um, how these infection control tips could benefit you so i would definitely suggest you give that uh video a look through Mm. um i'm just going to touch upon something 
uh, a little project that um, few people, well, a lot of people are working on. Um, this is mainly for people in the UK, because of course, um, there's a history between Nepal and Britain, Britain, UK, mm. you know, how like obviously with the Gorkhas serving mm. British Army, someone got it all for over 200 years, so on, blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. So Eularis, a lot of people are raising the question, okay, what is the UK government doing? They're not doing yeah. anything. They should be helping. Um, help You know, like they've been really loyal, blah, 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 all that stuff. So what's been happening on the UK? You need to do something, okay? This is what I need So there is a group called Alliance for NEP UK. It's a synergy, and this will link it in the uh, description below. Uh, but definitely what they're trying to do is, um, there's a petition going around. I think they've just uh, reached... 10k mm -hmm. uh, so that's really good within the span of like maybe a week so that's really good um but basically what they're trying to do is just create some sort of buzz okay like uk wake up this is what's happening um we've signed this petition people are concerned we you need to do something and on top of that uh, you can sign go ahead and sign the petition the links and everything is again in the page but also what they're suggesting is to again for people in the uk to write to their local mps kind of just in any um expressing your concerns for Nepal and what's been going on out there and so on. And if you do need help with like, oh you're not sure on what to write to email ma, there is a draft or there is a template which you can follow. Um so these are just some of the few things maybe if you're in the UK, um I know there's a lot of uh pages that have opened up kind of oh donate to this, donate to Nepal. There's a lot of fundraising pages and sometimes it's like you don't know who to trust yeah. you. Even if like at the front sometimes and then not always, but you don't do you really know where that money is mm. going? Okay. So if you're unsure, if you don't feel confident in donating, um this is something you can do. Okay. So mm. it's not like you're donating, but you are helping to raise awareness. Mm. Um uh, but they did say like uh oh, Nepal ma British military something like that. Um I have not been up to date <laughs> with the news to be honest with you, so I wouldn't be the one to say yes or no to that, but I hope they have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think Vitara, my country is suffering, man. Oh my god, it's just so sad. It's like, I don't know, suffering. It's so tiny as well. Okay, like our country is so tiny. It's just full of just people that just want to have a better life and mm. the freaking greedy of politicians. Right. What happened to that law? Women go law. They can't travel under a oh, Do shit. we even know? Have they we passed don't. it? I always think about this. It makes me like really paranoid. Like, kill this all out. You know I don't even know. We should cover that on our next episode. We'll try to get some updates for you yeah. guys. If Yeah, and then remind like, me. Yeah, we should, we should follow it up since we started it. Yeah, like literally, like, I think it's all today. Like, what if they were like, what if they were like, what if it's just, yeah, underneath the carpet, it just passes through. Yeah, so I'm a bit concerned. But yeah. But yeah, that's been me and Borsha today. Waffling on for like <laughs> over an hour. As we do. <laughs> like literally like side note guys uh, for the listeners. I asked Arithi, like, what time are we, do you think we'll be done today? <laughs> and she goes, oh, I'm sure we'll be done by 8.30. And this was what, 7 o'clock when? No? Yeah. We'll be done by 7.30. I mean, 8.30. And come to now. Uh, what, like we're at 9.30? Yeah. I was, oh and I was the one like that said, oh, we don't have a lot to talk about. It's going to be like in and out. We'll be done. We always say that. But yeah, so we will be... Well, I'm not going to say that. 
So yeah, so I guess that's it for this episode. We really hope that you enjoy listening to, um, you know, some of the confessions earlier. And again, you know, just hope that somehow it has helped maybe. Maybe you could have related to it. Um, but yeah, definitely hope that you guys enjoyed that. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys or hear you guys or listen to you guys in about two weeks time, huh? All right. Toodles. Adios. Bye. Trigger warning. The following audio you are about to hear consists of conversation around abuse, which may be disturbing or upsetting. Listener's discretion is advised.